Hola, ¿cómo estás, hermano? Man, don't start with that. I did that on purpose because <laughs> I knew that you would bother you. I'm good, I'm good. Ya tú sabes, as you, you, you would say in Miami, right? Yeah, my people. Yeah, man. How you yeah. doing, George? Andale. Um, I'm good. Why are you beefing with Mason, bro? Um, like I said earlier, like a good Mexican family, you have feuds and you don't know why. I don't know why we got into it a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, it, I think it was because I unfollowed him on Twitter. I think that's what it you was. You unfollowed him on Twitter? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. He was like being annoying and then I unfollowed him. I mean, him. well, I get that. And then, um, you know how Mason goes in like these sprees where he does a lot of stuff at once, excess? Yeah. yeah. And I think I unfollowed him. And then he was on the air one day and said, oh, he unfollowed me. Well, I'm going to unfollow him. And I'm like, well, I'm going to unfollow you anyways. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. And then after that, you know, when you see him, he's icy at times. He is icy at times. And, Why do then, you think he's icy at times? Well, I mean, he's said it. He's got his issues. And yeah, there's other yeah. days where he's in a good mood and he's not. And, like, I saw him at Dodger Stadium during the playoffs. Hey, Beth, all right, cool. Yeah, 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 great. And then I see him a couple of weeks later and it's like, hey, I'm like, all right, cool, bro. <laughs> like... So is it a feud? Not necessarily a feud, but, you know, I'm Team Ireland all day. Because John's been great for me in my career, and John has been one to stand up and like, hey, whatever you need, here I go, whatever right. you need for me. And, and John is just like above and beyond, like the super nicest guy. He is. Um, and it's just, uh, so I'm Team Ireland. Yeah, I, I get it. I understand it, too. I used to have an alliance with Mason, and somehow I didn't even realize our alliance was broken, but then all of a sudden he wanted to align with Cap. Oh, we were. Really? So he didn't even break up with our alliance. Like, he just announced he had an alliance with Cap. Ah. Which is sketch, let's be real. Which is Mace, let's be real. Yeah, there's that too. You know he's loving that we're talking about him, right? Of course he is. <laughs> but he's pretending not to listen. No, he's definitely listening. He doesn't pretend on this show. He knows he listens, and he says it. Yeah. yeah. No. He can pretend that he, he used to do that, I, I you know. The, the joke, but he listens. Hey, he man, texts every, during the show. I, I yeah. literally talk about when he texts. Yeah, so. Everybody's like, oh, they don't like you, George, at first, because, you know, you come in, big bad guy who's taking over the show and like, taking over the station. And I, I just and keep, you're cool. it, re you're I super keep nice. it real. There's that, too. Like, I just, you know. And you also like to poke at people, too. Oh, I, there's no question. Without, see, I, I mean, I, I literally started the show asking you why you had beef with me. <laughs> Yeah, so like, you know, you came to town and everybody's like, who's this guy? And you're like, I don't care on me, which I like because I've known you for years and I've always right. been a big fan of yours back when you used to do the overnights. And I'm like, all right, cool. I like this guy. And people are like, hey, why do you like? I'm like, dude, Sedano's real. He tells you exactly how he feels and you're not going to get that game from him. And people don't like hearing that at times. No, people like a good cheerleader. <laughs> and I'm not that. I'm just, that's not going to be me. Like, ask ask my know. kid. He knows that. <laughs> it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be a cheerleader. That's just the way this thing works. And I think now people get it, though. Yeah. Because you've told me, even your friends who didn't like me at first now are like, they there's they fall into several categories, I believe you told me, if mm -hmm. I recall correctly. It was like, no, nah, he's cool. I like him now. You know, he represents whatever. I get it now. Or And it's like, be like, the other category was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Fine. He says the stuff I don't want to hear, but fine. I'm okay yeah. with it. Like, I get it. And then the other category is like, I hate that fool, but he's always right. <laughs> but they always listen. And that's the thing I've always said. L.A. sports fans, having been born and raised here, L.A. sports fans are very, very intelligent. We get a bad rap of like, oh, we leave early, all that other stuff. Like, that's stupid. No, that's I agree. That's nonsense. But yeah. they're very, very into their teams. Yeah. They're very aware of their teams. Yeah. And they don't let mediocrity survive. Yeah. And, you know, 
other teams, yeah, but Laker and Dodger fans, they'll hold your feet to the fire. See, like, you got to go. I think the problem was this. Like, I feel like Dodger fans, for the most part, for the most part, like me because I'm, I'm very pro-analytics, which is clearly pro-Dodgers, right, in yeah. a lot of ways. And I love Andrew Friedman. Whenever Andrew Friedman or Doc has come on the show, it's been it's been great. Like because we talk, I can get to I don't get to nerd out to talk baseball very often, right? But when they come on the show, you're a baseball guy. I'm Cuban, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? From New York, yeah. I mean, well, I I don't even claim New York. I was I, know, I was six. I, I don't even remember what. Just it's trying like to throw that in there, man. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was like to live in New York. Like, I my only memory was like occasionally, like, I have a vague memory of walking to school in the snow, like a legit walking to school in the snow, like kindergarten. And going to the bodega, right? Right, and going to a bodega, yeah, for sure. Um, But, I mean, I went, I grew up in Miami, man. I lived there, I moved there in 1984, you know? There you go. So, um... But you're a baseball guy. But I grew up a baseball guy, yeah. In my house, there was always a baseball game on. So, even though the Marlins didn't even exist, because that was actually better. It was kind of like... Similar to, like, the experience of football fans in, in oh. Southern California, where when I grew up, because the Marlins didn't exist, they weren't even an expansion franchise until I was in high school, we used to get on one of the independent channels, so, like, let's say, like, a, a KCAL, right? Yeah. We would get the Yankees a couple times a week, and then on, like, a, like another independent channel, like a KTLA, we'd get, like, the Mets, <laughs> right? And then everybody had TBS, so you'd get the, the Braves, which weren't that great when I was a kid until much later when I was, like, getting into, like, junior high and high school. Um, so I, I had a ton of baseball to watch growing up. There was always a baseball game on in my house. So I love baseball. It's why it pisses me off that they're so stupid in the way oh, they handle stuff. Oh, my God. But we, we'll get to that yeah. later. But, yeah, so I, I love – so I don't like Dodger fans have any issues with me. Number one, they've been great uh, since I've been here. Yeah. And, and they've actually been even better since I arrived here. Um, and then, but the Lakers, I get here and it's been a roller coaster, as you like to call it, the Lakers novella. Every single night, there's something different. It's like, who's going to get the blame? Who's going to do something? Who's going to be passive aggressive? Who's going to figure things out? And the thing is, whoever you want to put the blame on, they deserve it. (laughs) And whoever you want to deserve, they deserve it. There's always something different. And no matter where you go in this city, everybody's going to have a Laker opinion because they're going to be the hardcore fans. And you're also going to have the Laker haters who just want to have an opinion and let you know, like, ha-ha, look at your team. They're not doing good right now. It's There's no, like, middle ground with Laker fans. You don't have those passive Laker fans. Like, like, yeah, maybe I'll They're awesome. I love love Laker fans, okay? I'll tell you what. You know what the highest ratings were on this station in the six years I've been here? Mm, The year – of I'm trying to think it was it was the Le- the first LeBron year where they were bad. Like oh, okay, that, okay. That was the highest rate in the six years I've been here. That is the highest rated year we've ever had. Really? In my six years. Yes. They were bad, yeah. and they were bad. Yeah. You're now the year before that, but when this the, you know that the young guys were there, and the speculation of LeBron was also good. But that that first LeBron year across, I mean, we were crushing it. Like, we were beating yeah. FM stations all the time. Yeah, like, because people nice. were like, well, he came here. What's he going to do? Right. Let's right. go. He's supposed to win 82 games. It was insane. It was super fun. Um, and, and that's – but, again, like, it, 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 I get it. Like, they are super passionate. And, and this gentleman, um, who I'm sure is, is a, a very loyal listener, and I appreciate his tweet, uh, David Soto. So David tweets at me and you and uh, – and, well, not you, actually. It says, it's just me and Mason in Ireland and Lindsay. Uh, here, and Laker at Lakers Nation apparently as well. 
So he's like, the problem is, as Shaq said, there's no one on the Lakers team that believes in the history of the brand and the legacy of the team. They don't care. So here's what I would say to that. Mm. Well, okay, why did you... Mm. No, no, go ahead, finish, finish. Well, I'd, no, I'd love to hear mm, first. Mm, like, it's a different time, man. That's, yeah. That's it's a different time. Going. Yeah. And, you know, people... You got to remember, these 21-year-old kids, they didn't grow up watching Shaq and Kobe. They grew up watching cool. LeBron. Like yep. the kids playing right now. They don't know about magic. They don't know. They weren't born you know, in the 90s. They were born in the 2000s. You know, that's what's coming up right now. LeBron is an old guy to these kids. Yeah. Well, he is an old guy to these kids, for sure. Um, I remember when LeBron got here. <laughs> when LeBron got here, he played with all those young guys. He yeah. was like, he literally made the comment once. He's like, yeah, they're... I can relate to them because they, they like a lot of the same things my sons like. Well, one of the kids in the league, uh, Boston, was... Brandon Boston, yeah. Uh, Brandon Boston was at Bronny's school. He was at Sierra Canyon a couple years ago. He's in the NBA now. Uh, Zaire Williams of the Memphis Grizzlies. Also, also that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, think about that. So, to your point, the Shaq and Kobe era, there maybe, maybe these kids, okay, at 19 and 20 years old, maybe, they have vague recollections, okay, of Kobe and Powell, maybe, you know, like eight, nine years old, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Seven, eight, nine years old. That's what they were when Kobe and Powell won championships. So to your point, yes, that that's part of this. Here's what I'd also say. You traded, and understandably so, okay? You won a championship. But you made a deal to win a championship, mm-hmm. basically. You traded all the kids you drafted that you would have equity in because you drafted them. And I understand it's why they were against trading. Some people were against trading them for Anthony Davis, which you do a hundred times out of a hundred because it ended up winning you a championship. Mm-hmm. But that's that was the trade-off. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's but they do. Laker fans want that. I understand. They absolutely want. They want a championship. Quieren el pastel y quieren comérselo they, también. And they want it right now. They don't want to wait. And yeah. that's the thing. When you try to tell fans, hey, you made the trade. You traded the future for this, knowing that this was going to be the result. Yeah. Are we surprised that the Lakers are struggling right now? No. Yeah. yeah. Because they traded. Now, why did they blow up the team last year? That's a different different story, different conversation. But when they traded for Anthony Davis, you said you do it as soon as possible. There was nobody. And if you'd say you were the one liar. There was no, there nobody. were people that would call in. Trust me. Come there on. Were, no, no, there were. There were people that calling That were anti-Anthony Davis. Not anti-Anthony Davis, but anti-like, I don't want to trade all our young. Because I literally had, I said to them. Trade I them all. Being, as soon as you can. I said, Give you're me lucky. Anthony Davis. You're lucky if you keep one of them, is what I said. Yeah. Like, because there's, you know, my point was, A, there's a Lakers tax. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody's trying to help the Lakers. Never. And B, there's a then you have the added LeBron tax, okay? Mm-hmm. So you had the Laker and LeBron tax, so you, there's double taxation there, okay? Yep. It's like living in Canada, basically, <laughs> okay? You're going to get that no matter what from Laker fans. And then I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't be the one saying, hey, we won a chip a couple years ago. But but but, but, look, but, yeah. but you, you won the championship, yeah. so there's that. But you... It, yeah, it's why people like Brian Windhorst went on television when that happened and said, you gave up too much. But my pushback to him was, right, but you're getting the Laker and LeBron tax because everybody knows that Anthony Davis is only going to the Lakers. <laughs> so that's your problem. That's the only place he's going. There's right. different rules. There's different standards. There's different expectations when you're the Lakers. 
Right, and there was there's no leverage, right? Like, None. No... Like, who's going to help you? Right. Like, okay, when they got Pau Gasol, it was Memphis trying to get rid of him, right? Yeah. It was like, okay, that's the only way to unload Kwame Well, they Brown. hit the reset button. Exactly. They were willing to do it. They yes. had to do it. Nobody's going to help you. It's like when people are like, oh, trade him. And then for who? For what? Who's going to take? Hey, sure, we'll take on that money. Yeah, right. Because all the years when you're the most successful team and when you've been doing it and you reload, when you get Shaq, when you get Kobe, when you get LeBron, like the, those smaller market teams are like, nah, man, we're going to tax you now when you're going to come for our guy. As they should. I mean, I would do it if I were on the Heck side. yeah. Yeah. And then some. I would do it if I'm I were trying to help LA. I would do it if I were the if I were the opposing. Like you have to kind of always look at things through the lens of the other side. Yes. And I know no one likes to do that, but it's no different than when you like, like let's say you get into an argument with your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, right? Like it, it, when you have the blowout, you know everyone's like <laughs> and goes to their corner, right? And then. Eventually, you start, you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, at least I do. Sometimes I'm like, eventually, when, 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 when se me pasa la furia. Um, when you, you start know, speaking English again? Yes. And then, uh, and then, I mean, I can speak to Laura in, in, in Espanol si quieres. You don't uh, say, you don't argue with your wife in Spanish, do you? You don't say a couple words? No, no, right. no, no, no. We don't argue all that much. Um, but when we do, it's usually about like, because, you know, just like, you know, who's right, who's wrong. Over, and it's over, like, stupid things, like scheduling. Shocker. Like, you're going to argue who's right, who's I wrong. Mean, I, that, I mean, where do you think I get the good practice? Uh, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like Iron sharpens iron. There you go. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's that. It's no different than when you're when, when you get into the argument with your, your significant other. You yeah, just, you try to reset, and then you reset, right, and you're like, right, okay, and then you, yeah, really you, you start wrong? You start realizing, okay, well, maybe she's got a point here, or he's got a point there, or whatever, and then, you know, you have the makeup sex, and everything's good. That's always fun. Exactly. <laughs> that's so, I like, mean, that's no just, hablo. <laughs> you should see his face right now. <laughs> that, that's just it. That's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, and it would, so what I'm saying is the same way you use empathy with your significant other, and I know it sounds ridiculous to do this for sports, but you have yeah, to I'm wondering where you're going with this. Yeah, when you, you have to understand what does the other side want? What are they trying to accomplish? And then you'll get you'll understand why things work the way they work. Mm. So. It's, it's beautiful, though. It's great for sports talk radio. It's great for TV where the Lakers, you know, when they are cruising, when they're crushing and they're – Beating everybody, it's like, eh, it's boring. Okay, good, another good game. But now, I mean, last night. I mean, that was embarrassing. I I got home. Right, let, let's do it on the other Oof, side. Man. Let's do it on the other side. Yeah. Lindsay's got some great notes here that I want to get to. Um, and we'll get to all that on the other side. So stick around. Beto's hanging out today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, yeah, man. That's like, uh, I believe, I could be wrong. Maybe someone out there can correct me. But I believe it's the only ballad in the Debbie Gibson uh, collection from that uh, late 80s stretch that she had. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I need my sister, Gloria, here. She'll help me out. I, wasn't Debbie Gibson, like, I think we're alone now? Is that her? No, that was Tiffany. No, oh, that was uh, Tiffany. That was the other Tiffany, girl. yeah. Right, well. That was, like, her rival. Oh, oh, that's right. They were, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all I know. Debbie I mean, Gibson I don't even did... know if they were rivals. I'm just making Of course that. they were. They had a feud. Like you and Mason. No, theirs were probably real. Yeah. Debbie <laughs> Gibson did Electric Youth. That was my jam. Electric Youth. Yeah, yeah that's true. She did do Electric uh, Youth. And yeah. only in my dreams. Only in my dreams. She's hey, she's from Brooklyn, fifty-one years old. That's where she was born. Yeah, I'm glad you know how to Google as opposed to Cap. What, what do you mean? He doesn't know how to Google. Stop he it! it. No, he's no. terrible at it. The dude has an app, right? He created an app for you. I mean, that you did go to iTunes ish. Yes, yes. And he doesn't know how to Google. Yeah. Stop. He didn't even know, like, how to access what he was subscribing to on his phone. Like, you know, the subscriptions. That I believe, because people just, you know, you just do things on your phone and you just do whatever you do. Yeah. I I, I like that guy. I like him. Uh, He's quirky. He is quirky. We love him. Uh, Speaking of quirky, (laughs) Mason just texted, I prefer Electric Youth. Well, Mason was like a rock DJ in the 80s, right? He was like, hey, everybody. Yeah, he was uh, spinning Toledo's greatest hits. Yeah. You know, wacky morning news. Or Top forty uh, Toledo. <laughs> yeah, he wacky. Was, he was Rick D's of Ohio. He was the Rick D's of Ohio. As a matter of fact, that's exactly who he was. <laughs> yeah, we to age ourselves right now. There you go. Stay or with maybe, the youth right now. Or maybe the Mucho Morales of uh, of uh, of Toledo. Yeah, Chris's Christopher's dad, father. Chris's dad, legend in L.A. Man, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. So Electric Youth. I also want to. Shaq being fifty makes me feel really old. Yeah, that's a different one right there. That's that a, hits differently. Yeah, Shaq showing up in L.A. in the 90s. Uh, that's when they had, you know, Nick Van Exel said, oh, three. I remember. Eddie Jones? Yeah, I remember uh, when he, they were like the rumors of him coming. Like, oh, man. Really? The guy from Orlando? How's he going to get here? The guy from the raps with Fushnikins? Do you remember how that happened? No, I don't. I do. So the. <laughs> it was like 94 or something like that? 96. Oh, okay. Um, so he. um. His deal was running up with the Orlando Magic. And the Orlando Sentinel, this is when newspapers still had real power, okay? They ran an, a, like a poll. Um, they did like, a, like a, a poll of should they pay, and like a huge headline of should the Magic pay Shaq the max, basically, or whatever that the equivalent was at the time. And I think the poll came back no. And because of the amount of money that it would have been at the time. And that, you know him. Yeah. I mean, you know Big Fella. Oh, he like, reads everything. He knows everything. Oh, and he, you, so no, me, what? Get out of here. I took you to the finals. Get out of here. And then that was it. Like, I mean, he wanted to be in L.A. too, for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. You know. But that was like the la- the nail in the coffin. You know what I mean? Because they could have paid him more money. Man, those magic uniforms were sweet, too. They were sweet. They were, but how did they do a poll back in the nineties? Like, I don't like you right now. Remember, you used to do all put up a poll in the on your morning show. Yeah, put up a poll yeah, for yeah. everything, right? Yeah. Like, what do they do? They call people, then they ran it a couple days later. Yeah, pretty much. And they ran. So I mean, yeah, Shaq. Like, oh, you don't want me here? Of course, I'm gonna be gone. And I'm not gonna do a Shaq impression like Kaplan does. That's terrible. Yeah, here it is. Orlando Sentinel poll gave Shaq excuse to leave Magic. Of five thousand one hundred eleven callers responding to the poll. Okay, there it was. The call. Four, 4,668, 91.3% voted no. No way. Saying Shaq wasn't worth the contract. What was the contract? Does it say? Like $115 million over seven years at the time, which would have been a record. Yeah, you give it to Shaq. 
I mean, he was going to leave anyways. No, he was. But yeah. that gave but him But that the, gave him the, the out. out. Like, okay, yeah. hey, see? And yeah. then it's funny. Years later, Orla- uh, Orlando loses Dwight Howard to the Lakers. It was deja vu all over again, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So there, there was that. But 50, Shaq making me. I mean, God, Shaq. Do you believe Shaq left stuff on the table? I mean, obviously, Laker fans all feel that way, right? Such like as championships? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that was the big deal of why, you know, Laker fans still have any kind of resentment if they do towards Shaq. I mean, it's hard to yeah, it's hard, at, it's hard to be mad at him because he's yeah. so big, he's so cordial, and he's, he's so fun. quirky. He and he was good. That. Yeah, but he's also very petty about a lot of stuff. He is petty. He gets after these players, and he's become the old man now, and he's 50, and he'll say what he says. Great businessman. He owns everything. He's smart with oh that. Oh, my God. He's on everything. Dude, I want. Look, I can get insurance. I can go on a cruise. I can get pizza. I can do everything I want. You, get, you know, if your muscles hurt, he's got Icy oh, Hot. Got it all. Great spokesman. You know, ring. If you want to know. He's actually got also house. part of a, uh, <laughs> in this company's based in Louisiana. The guy went to LSU with him. He's also got like a hemorrhoid cream. Did you know that? <laughs> That's I'm a, not even joking. That's, that's not like a real one, no. Boudreaux's, <laughs> Boudreaux's butt paste is what it's called. Really? He's got yes. that. Did he, you know he was an early investor in Google? Yeah. Yes, I do that know that. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he was smart with his money. He, he was good. Yeah, but, like, man, did he leave something out there? Of course. Yeah, he left a few, I think. Yeah, he was. I mean, even, if, even honestly, even um, even if he still leaves the Lakers, he probably left a few just based yeah, on, on where he went. I remember. Um, and on just work ethic, right? One of the, like, without a doubt, one, one of the few times that I, one of the first times that I did a, a which first, is what Kobe had yeah. an issue with him about. I did first ethic. take. I think the second or third time I went, and it was the debate on that show that day was about um, Shaq going to the Celtics. And right, I remember it, it that. I'm like, I'm like, he was giving himself the nicknames, the Shamrock, and everything else. I think I even yeah, said yeah. on TV, like, man. If you're a Laker fan, how can you even root for this guy still? Because, you know, you got to give that big debate on first take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm like, and it was true because I thought about it, I'm like, there's no way Kobe would ever wear a Celtic uniform, right? You know, after what they yeah. did. Like, he, yeah. I mean, at the end he of the He did his, almost wear a Clippers uniform. Yeah, but I'd rather you wear a Clipper uniform than a Celtic one. Yeah. I mean, only Rick, I, only Rick Fox can do that. By the way, speaking of which, clearly they lost to the Clippers yesterday in embarrassing fashion. Ugh. Now, here are the numbers. They're ugly. Okay, let me just say I only watched like five minutes of the fourth quarter and I stopped. Yeah, I I um I watched the whole thing mercilessly, mercilessly. Um, And I I normally stay up for Shaq and Charles and Kenny and Ernie and that. But I fell asleep and then woke up and it was still on. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Um, I passed out on the couch, like just watching it. Like I felt like my father at that point. Seriously. Um, So the Lakers have now lost seven straight to the Clippers. In the last 10 years, dating back, you know, if we go back to, like, April 4th of 2012, which is within the 10-year span. Now, granted, that's actually a Laker win. Um, the Clippers are 32-8 and eight in the last 40 against the Lakers. What? 32-8. and eight. They're 2-9, and nine, the Lakers, in the LeBron era <sighs> against the Clippers. Ew. <laughs> Say that again, George, because I don't want to believe it. In the that. last 40 games, they are 32. The Clippers are 32 and 8 against the Lakers. Oh, my goodness. It's that ugly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know it's been bad against them, but when you say it that way, right? you know, it's always like, oh, it's only a couple games. You need more of a sample. No, 40 games, that's a good sample. That's tells you how bad things have been. And, you know, I like, I still say 
you know, Laker fans are the ones who talk about Clipper fans the most, right? They're always the one. Lake, mm-hmm. Laker fans talk more about the Clippers than the Clipper fans do about the Clippers. Yes. As they they will always bring it up. Louder. But, yeah, but man. They you do. You talk about them more than anyone. But they stay real quiet when they actually do have the games. And I hate that argument that Laker fans come back with. Well, how many banners do you have? How many wins do you have in the last 40 games? Like, forget what you've done in the past. What are you doing for me right now? And well, they right do have one. They up. do have one within those 10 years, though, the Lakers. And the Clippers have none. There's that. Oh, whatever. What are you doing right now, George? No, they're bad. They're, they're bad. bad. And it, the Clippers it, are banged up, too. And they're fighting it, through it. Yeah. They make and, you want to watch their games. They're like, okay, they're fighting. You know that you're going to get effort from them. Last yeah. night, those few minutes that I watched, there was no effort at all. It was nothing. There was no pride. They're not good. No. They're not good. They're just – there's no other way to say it. Like, every day we come on here and find a creative way to talk about the Lakers. And now, granted, there's some days that are easier than others. But it, it just ultimately it comes back to the same thing. They're just a bad team. They're not good to watch. They're not fun at all. I've been to one game this year, maybe. I had a credential and I left like in the third quarter. Um, I usually take my son. You did a Mason then? Uh, I did a waiting for traffic. (laughs) You did a Mason. Mason always leaves at halftime. Yeah, but I I, I had no reason to be there. Like, it was, you know, you're not going to talk to the players. You're not going to have access to them. You're not going to figure anything out. Like, what am I doing here? Uh, but I, every year I take my son for his birthday. He's going to be 17 this year. And we're going to go just to keep the streak going. But he hasn't asked me, hey, are we going to a Laker game? And usually when the season starts, he's, hey, Dad, which game are we going to? Hey, can right. you get tickets for this? He hasn't asked, And he's a basketball player. Right, he plays high school basketball. Yeah, and his teammates, none of them have asked me for Laker tickets this year. So that's an interesting thing because I do think that the future of the Lakers, I think – is teetering. And I don't mean that to try, sound overly dramatic, but I think that right there kind of illustrates kind of what my point is going to be. So let's do that. Plus how the MLB lockout is affecting the Dodgers offseason plans as if there's not enough issues with Major League Baseball. Hey, look, right away lock- we get the, the tweet, we got championships. Okay, there you go. They, You do. I yeah, just said great, that. Great. What about right now? You don't win. I, yeah. All right. We'll get to all that coming up in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I used to love Chippendale. Yeah, Chris is going real flashback Friday, huh? Everything from the 90s today? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys BFFs now? I mean, we just talk a lot. Is that one-sided? No, I call him. Oh, okay, cool. I, like I mean, Chris. he Chris handles good, the show basically. Chris is good, all the, man. All the He's elements talented. of the he handles the show, the elements of the show, and all the sounds of the show, and you know I him feel and like Lauren. The show like, would not be where it is. It definitely wouldn't be where it is without Morales. Him and Lauren Lindsay are you know and me all collaborate uh, on a regular basis. I like we it. try to Big we fan. try to keep Cap away from him, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of like in the dark on the decision making. Eh, leave Cap alone. Let him defend no, himself. No, he's, he's good. He's great. I love Cap. He does a great job on the air. But you know, we just try and keep it simple. No, I like. Yeah, this. yeah. We run. We run. A, we run. Uh, you know. We run a basic offense some days. That's all you need, man. Just run the ball three yards in a cloud <laughs> of dust. Let's go. It's not that hard. You know, we're not trying to run trick plays all the time with Cap. You know, it's just the way it works. <laughs> As they get older, you know, you got to yeah. you know, keep it simple with some people. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Hey, what's tartar but, sauce? What do you mean, what's tartar sauce? No munches. Are you serious? It's like, mayonnaise and relish and some lemon. Are you asking, like, what it is, like, you've never heard of it? No, or I've what heard it is, it, like, what, what the ingredients are? Like, yeah, what is it? Oh, like fish. Like, they, may, oh. they put on, like, fish. I've, I've had it stuff. once with the shrimp cocktail. I'm like, never again. That's yeah. nasty. Shrimp cocktail. No, now, now, now with shrimp. So here's, then what's that stuff oh, they so give you with the shrimp cocktail? No, that's cocktail sauce. That's cocktail sauce. Oh, I thought that's that was red tartar sauce. sauce. No. no, tartar sauce is white. It's white. Oh, no, then I don't know. Get yeah. calamari. I don't like calamari. Oh, pues ahí está. No. Okay. It's gross. By the way, I'm Siri on my computer. I'm going to have mariscos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, man. All that When they bring you that shrimp tower, like, like you know, the fancy. Oh, no, pass. Yeah, but you know what tartar sauce is actually good for is like fried um like calamari, it's so good. Yeah, fried fish or seafood is nah, what tartar sauce man. is. Puro mariscos, bro. That's all you need right there. Some ceviche, some tapatio with the yeah. yeah. So like, if you had like, um, I don't know. Oh, it's like, that yeah, white calamari, stuff. It's, it's like that white, yes, and it looks like pickles in there. It's mayonnaise and relish. Yeah. yeah. It's what they put on like the fish sandwiches at McDonald's. Ew, that's no. nasty. No, no good ever. tartar sauce is good though. You just have to have good tartar sauce. I'm not a mayonnaise person. I, I was gonna say I'm surprised because you you don't like you don't. Like I don't mayonnaise. like mayonnaise, but I I'm okay with a little bit of tartar sauce on like fry. Because here's the thing: if you get like okay, like I don't know, um, I like dolphin, right? Like mahi, right? But yeah, you can that's fry. Good. You can fry mahi, okay. and you know you bread it like you would you know a, a piece of chicken, right? Um, and you can bread it, and a little tartar because the breading makes it a little dry, you know. So I think you want a little sauce when you have some breading, is what I would say. It's like this. Like cheese, I'll give you an example. Okay. If I'm eating fresh mozzarella, I can eat fresh mozzarella, maybe with like a little olive oil or maybe with a little balsamic or something. Um, but I could eat it alone. Like I could eat cheese alone. But if I'm eating fried cheese, then, you know, then I got to probably have a sauce, a dipping sauce with it yeah, because the breading makes it dry. I just keep it simple, man. There it is. I was going to yeah. say I wasn't a tartar sauce, but, but I remember because I do like the calamari from like certain restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I like when they do like the jalapeno one and it kind of has a little kick. But like I'm not searching for it. I'm no. not like, oh, let me get that. No, I'm good. If, if the Lakers ever play in the finals against, again against Miami and st- that, that's not in a bubble, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll take a, a road trip as a, as a team, as a family. And we'll, uh, we'll go. I'll take you to a like – old school family restaurant that does seafood like straight up they literally fish for the stuff you're eating that day oh okay let's go and they do the fr- they have the but the fried stuff you can ask for tartar sauce and it tastes delicious but it's homemade like i eat, everything is made in la casa That's right there to be there you go All right. yeah. we, we okay. could do some sorry um, to distract everybody no, with tartar sauce it's talk okay. No, it's okay i feel like i i think a lot of people enjoy when we're not talking about how bad the lakers are yes you know? i agree but yeah, I was 32 gonna say, and 8 i told i told beto today about uh the vegas trip that we're trying to go on let's go man yeah, I'm right down. Now. Canelo oh, yeah. Fight Week, May seventh. I can't though. That's oh, you just show up for one day, man. Fly in, fly out. Let's yeah. go. I mean, Go-for it just depends day. on where my schedule is, dude. You know, that's I mean, why the NBA needs a team in Vegas for you. 
They do need a team in Vegas. Just for you. It's happening. It will eventually. It just it's going to be a couple years. Seattle and Vegas for sure is happening. They're going to expand. For sure. What? They're going to expand? Eventually, sure. Yeah. Okay. What do you think they're going to you, th- you don't think you think they're going to just not make up the money they lost during the pandemic? Oh, of course. You got to yeah. find things out. Like and that's the easiest way to do it. Two and a half, two, three billion dollars for uh, an expansion team each, expansion team. All of a sudden you just made four to six billion dollars. <laughs> One more time. How many? Two expansion teams. Each of them will cost somewhere between, I don't know, two and a half to three and a half billion dollars. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> And, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're talking about five, you know, four, five, six billion dollars. Hey, hey, good for Vegas. Good for Seattle. I've always heard Seattle is a great NBA city. It is a great. Michael says that. I wouldn't know. A great NBA city. I was at the end of my, at the beginning, excuse me, of my career covering the NBA. I was able to go there a little bit. And it was, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. I like Seattle. I mean, we were just there not that long. Yeah, exactly. You and I. Catching the airport. I've never yeah. been there. Uh, I feel like you would love it, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's Notice how all me. three of us <laughs> immediately. Saying, wait, what about it? Because it's like, cold, I little drab. I hate, I hate when it's cold. I hate oh. the cold no, but weather. It's, it's overcast. I hate it's it. It's very Daria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that kind of weather. I don't even like it when it's cloudy outside here. That's why I moved here, to get out of that gross, nasty weather. Hey, why don't you weather. smile? I do smile when, you know, most days. Because I know girls now. hate when people say, why don't you smile? No, I know he did that to Molly. Tell me, tell me to smile. I don't care. I don't need to smile for anyone. I think you would love it, though. I thought for me it was a little too calm. Like when I went to Seattle, yeah, I can see that. It was calm for yeah, me. You were like, too loud for Seattle. Yeah, what exactly. Oh no, Laura is definitely too loud. loud for I was Seattle. way too loud. I mean, yeah. I met a lot of cool people, but I was definitely yeah. too loud. Too yeah. loud. Did they, were they boring? able to talk with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you calling me boring? No, as in, no. no, but you no. have like they're calling voice... me extra, girl. You, you have, you, as you in, have, you can't get a word in with her. You hey. have voice control. Yeah, I'm Latina. I don't. Yeah. You know, a place I like that I feel like might be similar to Seattle is Boulder, Colorado. Boulder's a good Boulder. city. Never been. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Weird, it's, 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 it's a college fun. town, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, cool. I felt like I was in a Nirvana video yeah. the whole time. Hispanic so. people don't don't live in Seattle, though. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the, so Laura, like you stick out like a sore yeah. thumb, you know, me and Beto. Like and Cincinnati, you. when I went, I was like, Ooh, yeah, Cincinnati. Ooh, you were in Kentucky. You were in <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> pretty not, much. It doesn't even like get Ohio props, no way. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like Kentucky, which I'm fine with Kentucky. I've been meaning to go to Kentucky because I like bourbon. Yeah, I got and people I wanna, down there. I got I, people there for you to do the bourbon trail. Yeah, the bourbon trail. I want to do that like big time. Like that's for yeah. sure. Uh, Gustavo Ariano from the LA Times, our good friend. Yeah, he's our connection there. He's a legit Kentucky Colonel. They gave him some kind of a, a, a award where he's a Colonel. That's why his, uh, his Twitter they're, says Colonel Gustavo. Mexicanos in Kentucky. Yeah. So he knows here. all the the bourbon trail. He'll take care of us, man. Okay. I'm in on that. Let's go. You know, I, I grew up in Ohio, and I've never even been to Cincinnati. Because that's way at the bottom. Yeah, I know. And it's, it is way at the there's bottom. There's no reason to go. I mean, I've always wanted to go <laughs> to the ballpark. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like that's how bad it is, Where you grew up, it's like Sacramento of California, and you're going to San Diego. It's like just... five hours away. Yeah, there's no there's reason no... to go there, though. No. Yeah, no, I learned that the hard way, but the ballpark is nice. The only thing I know that. about Cincinnati was, uh, remember, Family Ties, Alex P. King, they were from Cincinnati. Correct. Like, and the sister, <laughs> uh, Tina Yothers, was a big Bengals fan. That's all. I, that's how I knew about the Bengals. Yes. Because they were talking about that. Yeah. That's it. So... Anywho, um, I like this show. It's just ramble, huh? Yeah, pretty much. It's fun mm-hmm. listening, but it's even more. It's funner being in the studio, being able to ramble. You should be here more. <laughs> so you had said your son and his friends are not even interested in the Lakers. Right not now. this year. 
Um, and it's not that they're not Laker fans. It's just more. Um, but they're uninterested. Very. Uh, they do talk a lot about Kyrie and what's going on with him. And they do talk a lot about Steph. And you know how kids are. It's, Wait, who, time out. Time out. Before you go on, which one? who do they like better, Steph or Kyrie? All Steph. Because mm-hmm. Steph is the one that's having all these kids <laughs> shoot three-pointers from half court. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. Make so, for example, last yeah. night yeah. I worked a high school game. I did play-by-play for Rosary High against Viewpoint. Uh, state playoffs, right? Right. Every girl, Sedano, pulling up, shooting threes, draining them, yeah. throwing buckets. A girl named uh, Allison Clark, she's a sophomore, Just she nails five threes. And my partner was actually my niece, who is a high school basketball player, Gianna Lopez. I made her work with me. And she was an analyst. I'm like, Jonathan, girls game now, everybody shoots three. What did she say? Yeah. Because of Curry, everybody thinks they can shoot threes. And yeah. he's changed the mentality of these kids, boys and girls. If you go to an AAU game, these kids pull up from anywhere. And it's also the coaches let them. So who do they see that they can identify with? It's Curry. And that workout the other day where he's warming up and he's making every single shot, I had a bunch of kids send that video to me. Like, Have you ever seen him do this in warm-ups? And not that exact one, but he's done something similar to that. But kids love Curry. What was the new hot thing right now? John Morant. They love yeah, him. They're they, going to love John Morant. They yeah. love Booker. And yeah. it's what do kids do right now? Who are the ones that House of Highlights and the, all the mixtape uh, accounts, Baller TV, everything on the Instagram, they put out all the highlights. You don't see Laker players on these highlights because I look at my son's Why social media. Be? Exactly. Right, because these kids don't watch the actual games. They're just watching stuff on their phone. It, it, 100%, George. Yeah. And what do the kids do? They watch highlights, and they repost it on their Instagram story. Right. right. And I'm watching my son and some of his friends, and you'll see highlights. I haven't seen a Laker highlight in a while. And, and this is how kids – You know what the highlight I saw the other day? Who? When uh, DeAndre Jordan threw it into the crowd. Right. That's it's the funny. one that went out there. Yeah, because it was funny. Now, ki- that's how this – it started with kids becoming just fans of a player as opposed to a team. Mm-hmm. That's how this trend started. All right, let's keep tra- diving into this because I think that the, the, like, the people that argue with me about like the Lakers' future is not guaranteed, they need to hear that. Okay, more of that. And and we can continue that. We didn't get to the Dodger stuff either. We'll do all that coming up. We're back in two minutes. It's a good jam right here. By the way, it's National Oreo Cookie Day this uh, Sunday. How many days? And who comes up with these things? I don't know. We just find them. Lindsay does a great job. Yeah, I saw the email from Lindsay. I thought it was going to be like something like big news or like all these great stories that I should read. As You know, I call it show prep. Yeah, and it's like national there is show prep on there. Too. No, that was show prep. I, I, it was national everything you need day. Yeah, like it's like okay, cool. I want to be the guy that comes up with the days. You should come up with a day. Like, what day would you make up though? Ah, well, I mean, I have to start drinking. Then I'll come up with the days. Uh, I, say, what, I bet you they already <laughs> whatever you come up with. I bet you they already have a day for it. Oh, yeah. like, it's oh, the most random day. Do they have national ceviche day? Definitely. I guarantee you Definitely. they do. Okay. Yeah. I bet you I'll look it up. Uh, do they have National Green Wet Burrito from Diana's Day? Okay, no, not, <laughs> not that from specific. Diana's. They definitely you know. have National Okay, burrito. so here we go. National Ceviche Day is June 28th. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, do they have National Aguachile Day? Ooh, Aguachile sounds yeah. good. Uh, from, uh, Probably not is my guess. From El Paisa and Linwood? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. The other day. There is no national Aguachile Day. No. All right, so that's what I'm going to come up with. Okay. All right, is that what th- There's got to be National Michelada Day, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. I don't know. What day to. would you want Aguachile Day to be? <laughs> Every day. 
There is a national michelada day. Yep. It is July 12th. All right. All Ooh, right. close to my birthday, but okay. Mm. All right. I mean, today is also like National Pound Cake Day. Like that's oh, oh that was another conversation. George. I love pound cake. What's bro? pound cake? I had to Google it, and I looked it up. And For I, real? they don't yeah. sell Entenmann's in California. I. I don't think they do, actually. No, that's not true. I've seen their donuts in, like, the grocery store. The donuts, store. yes, but Jeez, I don't think the that pancake. they sell, like, the, the pastries. And I'm not, I'm not like, playing this up. Like, I didn't know until I Googled it. And I was like, oh, I've seen that before. But remember, like, there's We just pandulce. call it, exactly. We call it something else. Like, we never. Like, no, no, but it's not pandulce. No, but I, I mean, know. that's what I know. I don't know yeah. pound cake. Like, there's no, like, I've seen it on. Pound cake is just a loaf. Uh, it's yeah, like I've a, seen it on TV it's shows. Butter, it's a butter loaf. Yeah, like my bougie sister probably has it at her house in Redondo. No, she's bougie sister. I was she, poor as hell growing up. No, no, up but, but I'm that. saying like we had, we didn't have that. Like we didn't have like, like look, I, my background is there's seven kids, mom and dad from Mexico. My mom never left the house because she raised the seven kids mm-hmm. in the two bedroom house. So we weren't buying exotic anything because that would be exotic for us. Mm-hmm. There wasn't extra. It was cornflakes, right? It wasn't yeah. the frosted flakes. It was just yeah. like I know. I know people thinking like you're probably making that up. No, it's just I didn't know this stuff. Well, for me, like it's funny that you mentioned pan dulce because I took donuts to my other job and somebody was like, "Oh, y por qué no llevaste pan dulce?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm in Marina. No, I like that's what we found." But the pound cake came from like the donut shop. That's how I knew it. Because of, you know, a specific yeah. donut shop that you would go to, a mom and pop, and that's what it would say. Yeah, that's... When I Googled it, it came up with that lemon cake. That, uh... No, but lemon cake is gross. Pound cake is good. <laughs> but it, looks, <laughs> it looks so similar. Exactly. Entenmann's is like a, it's a bakery. I think it's Oh, I like, like Wait, Isn't like Entenmann the one that has like the, the cheese Danish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I they love are. that. That's, that's right hard to now, find out here, dude, though. But my mom loves that. So whenever they, there was a little extra money, Esperanza had her yeah, little right there. Yeah. So Entenmann's <laughs> makes pound cakes. But they we weren't allowed to have it because my mom was stingy, which right. I don't blame her because it was seven bad mm. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They seven have like, six. they make they make all sorts of cakes, like crumb cakes, and they make pound cake and all that, you know, kind of I'm stuff. more of an ice cream guy, so I don't really like Oh, I love cake. ice cream, too. Yeah, Gelato. Man. Yeah. Look at you, fancy. I mean, that's gelato. fancy, though. You know what I mean? Dude, because now I could afford it. Like, we couldn't before. We would get the big old tub with the gelato. three, you know? Do, they, do you have the gelato so. where they put, like, the big scooper and they make it look like, I don't know, like Conan no. O'Brien's hair, basically? No, like, no. Scoop it all the way up? The, you know. I always get the tiniest one because I'm not a big sweet tooth person. I just want, uh, like... See, that's yeah. my... That's, like, to me... It's why National Oreo Day to me is great. Like, I, I love yeah. Oreos. Heck, yeah. Bro. Oh man, the double stuff Oreos! Oh, oh my yeah. God. yeah, Lindsay likes which is the one you like? The Max stuff or what like is it called? Like the Mega stuff. Mega stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. it's like double stuff times two. Oh my God. Hey George, did so you guys good. used to get like the the bootleg Oreos? Or oh yeah. What yeah, were yeah. they called? Hold on. Um, Hydroxy. Hydroxy. Yeah. Not Hydroxy yeah, yeah, yeah. cut. That was no, 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 no. Hydroxy cut is like like a basically speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all the hydroxyl ones, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm like, ooh, no. Nah. Dude, it's crazy, right? Like, when I was growing up, and you know how you were talking about the conflays and all this stuff, yeah. you didn't have the legit brand. And then when I started going with my mom, because I wouldn't go to the store a lot, and you're like, why can't we get that? No, 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 it's, this is the one we This we is need. the one we get. This is the one we get. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I always had the bootleg stuff, yeah, you know? Mexicans, Hydrox, know. Yeah. yeah. Mexicans are brand loyal. They will stick oh, with yeah. your team. Look at the Dodgers. They get $3 million a year, no matter what. Yeah. This radio station, they'll stick with you. They'll stick with the Lakers. Like, my mom to this day still uses Tide. 
She uses yeah. Dove. Yeah. And like, that's it. It's like, no, you're not bringing anything else. Well, mm-hmm. he, yeah, Latinos in general, exactly. super brand loyal. Yep. Yes. Whatever Don Francisco said, we had it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's true. For the sure. Girls, if, it right? was on, if it was on Sábado <laughs> Gigante oh, yeah. Chaca- <laughs> and El Chacal was uh, oh, yeah. doing his trumpet about <laughs> it, we yeah. Were, yeah, we were good. Yeah. So there you go. Lindsay's like, what are you, what, what, what? Lindsay knows. She knows what's up. I Does, know what's do, up. do white people know Sábado Gigante in Ohio? No. I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah. Why would they? No, nah, I know white people that know that. If they're in Florida. Or California, probably. California, but like flyover states, no chance. Yeah. No, nah, they're not watching. Remember, Saturday Night Nights was Golden Girls. Golden Girls was the hey, bomb diggity. I did, I did know Walter Mercado. So. Oh, there you go. She did know. That's true. She, she did, did know, Walter, you know Mercado. Walter Mercado. She did. She did I know that. I was flipping around on, on no. stations at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. She knew. Oh, on the news. I, okay, oh, when and, like, you come the, across the Spanish station. Gray, we should do gray, like a uh, documentary. We should do oh, like, yeah. a, like a spoof on Walter Mercado. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Did you see the documentary? Yes, it was I, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were man, talking about I it. I felt so Lindsay bad for him. Yeah. Leo. Ay, mucho, mucho amor. Does Cap know Walter Mercado? No, no, he didn't know. Oh. No, he had no idea. But he said about. he did, and I still haven't found the tapes because we Man, talked about you know the what? documentary. You know He's what? like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was you like, know. I have no idea. He's worked in San Diego over 30 years. And he grew up in Florida. Man, get outside of the bubble cap. That's Come on, saying. man. Go to yeah. Barrio Logan a little bit, bro. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyhow. Uh, real quick, let's finish up the conversation about your kids and oh, yeah. how. I, look, I just look at it this way. And I, everyone always says, like, I heard Keyshawn talking about this. Oh, they're the Lakers. They'll be fine. Eventually, that's not going to be the case, is what I'm saying. Like that. And we almost saw it. LeBron kind of saved them. And they, we, mm-hmm. to do the deal, you know, the deal with, uh, you know, they made the deal of shipping off the kids or the young players who would care about being drafted by the team and all that stuff. Um, for basically mercenaries, right? Let's just be honest with each other. For, and they did that for a title, and it worked. But eventually, that stuff, it, oh, they're the Lakers, it'll work itself out. That logic becomes flawed, because here's the thing. You remember this, Beto, you were covering this team. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant wouldn't take a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony wouldn't take a meeting mm-hmm. with them. Even LaMarcus Aldridge, who took a meeting with them, was like, what the mm-hmm. hell did I just sit in? For you know what I'm saying, like those fancy powerpoints, right? We've all sat through them. Like really. So what I'm saying is that just because it's been the case doesn't mean it's always going to be the case. And had LeBron not come here, it might have still been the case. Well, that was the problem with the Lakers during that time. It's like, look what we have accomplished. Look what we've done. Look what we won. It's like, great. What are you going to do moving forward? The game has evolved. What right. are you doing next? And well, and, and what I would say is this. I look, man. You know, I keep it a hundred with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I cover this sport. I, I, I'm, I cover a lot of different teams for ESPN, all right? I'm on the road. I'm covering teams. I'm talking to teams. I see what other teams put into their front office, okay, as far mm-hmm. as numbers of people, um, whether it's scouts, analytics, people who have decision-making power in the front office, right, or have real say. By, the Lakers are really small compared to pretty much almost it's every team It's a mom-and-pop operation. League. Yes. It really is. They were one of the yeah. last teams to get an- analytics in the front office. They were – I mean, give Joey Buss a lot of credit with the South yeah. Bay Lakers. They I think the young Buss boys do a really good they job. They do an actually. excellent job of recruiting, yeah. of scouting. Find, hello, yeah. they found Caruso. I used to yeah. call his games for the South Bay Lakers. Yeah. They, you know, they find these players that nobody was really looking at that are good role players, that are good support staff. They're great at developing that, but it's 
what are you doing? So as finding the analytics and evolving and going up. Look, look across the street. Steve Ballmer's a billionaire. He'll do whatever he needs for you. The Lakers are still a family-run business in a different way, and they're not going to operate the way billionaires are going to operate, right? They're, they're, they are still the name, the brand, and that's what uh, how we got into the conversation, the topic of, like, we are the purple and gold. You should be doing this. You should have pride in it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean as much to a player that's coming up right now. I text with my buddy uh, Mike Altamirano, freshman coach at Seagerstrom High School in Orange County, right? His guys all shoot threes, even his center. He's probably listening right now. His kid, Zeke, who's probably six, seven years old, probably a Laker fan because the dad's teaching him that. But once the kids get a little bit older and start thinking for themselves, it's like, huh, do I want to watch Steph? Do I want to watch John Morant? Do I want to watch Booker? Like, kids are impressionable, right? Like, yes. why are there so many Warrior fans? Heck, how many Heat fans did we have when LeBron was in Miami, right, while the Lakers were, uh. And as much as a parent, you want to let, hey, no, this is our team. Kids make up their own mind of like, well, Dad, why am I going to root for a team that sucks right now? Why am I going to look for a team that's a disaster right now? And that's the hard part to see because it's this is what the Lakers have always been. And when you're going and you're watching a game right now, and there was a caller the, uh, on Mason and Lyon about how if you only go to one game and LeBron's not there, that sucks because Laker tickets are still expensive. It's a $400 night if you want to sit upstairs if, after you pay for your tickets, after you buy your food, after you pay for parking and just to figure it out, and if you're trying to make ends meet, and then that's the product you get? Like, ugh. Like, what, are you really going to remember, like, that if you're an eight, nine-year-old kid? It's right. ugly, no, man. I, I, I'm with you. And that's why I'm saying, like, it. this – the Lakers have to understand the game and the business of basketball is changing. And, and I think that they – and look, I, I think – They know us, it. They know it, but they do that gap of, okay, we get the star – here, but it's what are you going to do when the star is gone? Right, and and I think that that situation could become could rear its ugly head again. Is what I'm saying in in the near future. I was there. I started off covering the Lakers with Smush Parker, baby. Right. So this portion, Jody Meeks, baby. Here we go. This portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. I just think you have to be more uh, aware that the game is evolving and you have to evolve as well. Like you can't stay stuck in your ways just because, oh, it's always worked. Eventually, it doesn't work. Um, all right, we're going to switch gears to talk UCLA, okay? Martin Jarman, the GM, is going to stop by. The GM. <laughs> athletic director, <laughs> mode, sorry. Baby. Yeah, the athletic director, the ADs, our pal, he joins us coming up in a few minutes. And, of course, what you need to know. We're back in two minutes.